Hey, it's Harvey Keehan, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, glad you could stop by for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 140. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is your weekly look into what's coming your way as far as movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with somebody from the movie, TV, or music industry. And, of course, this week we have another great guest coming your way. It's a young actor named Harvey Guillen, and he is in the TV show Huge, and we're going to be talking about that and all sorts of other things. It's all coming your way in just a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. Harvey will be joining us uh let's see last week we had bailey chase on the show and of course bailey was from uh, saving grace and buffy the vampire slayer and he has a new movie out called dark metropolis and i had a chance to watch the movie it's one of those movies that uh, you watch it it's a sci-fi movie and when you're done with it it gets to the end and you say oh you know it, it sort of just ends and you want more so it's, it's not a bad movie um it's not not one of these special effects ones it's, it's more of a thinking movie so it's a good film check it out dark metropolis and if you have a comment or anything you want to let us know about uh, just send us an email at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com and we will read your emails or you can check us out on facebook and go to our homepage onscreenandbeyond.com go to the bottom uh of the uh, first page and right down there we have a link that'll get you right there so you can get the, get on there, become a friend, like us, and all that sort of stuff. And you can also check us out on MySpace. So let's get going. We've got a lot of stuff coming your way. And it is time now for Remake Madness, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Well, Remake Madness, we've talked about uh, this one before, but uh, the remake of The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp as Tonto is still looking for a lead character. Now, Johnny Depp says he would like to see either Brad Pitt or George Clooney as the Lone Ranger. Now, myself, uh, of those two guys, I would think George Clooney would sort of fit that a little bit better. But, you know, who knows? Who knows what will happen on that one? We'll keep you informed. And a remake of uh, the TV show 21 Jump Street, which also starred Johnny Depp uh, in the 80s. Uh, it was a TV show. It's going to be uh, starring Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. And, uh, you know, and also uh, a little side note here. It seems that Depp says he would love to do a cameo. So, of course, he's got a lot of things going on. We'll see if that works out. And a remake of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is in the works, but without Josh Whedon at the helm. So we'll see how that one works out. That's about it for Remake Madness. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming movies. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Up 
upcoming movies, well, it looks like Tom Hanks will star in Triple Frontier. It's Catherine Bigelow's follow-up to her Oscar-winning film, The Hurt Locker. And Kirsten Dunst and Chloe Mortez will star in Hick. It's about a 13-year-old girl who journeys to Las Vegas from Nebraska when her parents abandon her. And Mina Sorvina will star in Union Square. It's about two sisters who reluctantly get together and look for that release in 2011. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, Sequel City. Okay, as far as Sequel City, it looks like Piranha 3D is getting a sequel, and it's looking for a September 16th, 2011 release in theaters. That's going to be a quick one. And the new Muppet movie is going to have a huge amount of cameos uh, from all kinds of celebrities. So far, word is that Amy Adams has a cameo, and Charles Grodin, Jack Black, Billy Crystal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Mickey Rooney, and Lady Gaga. Now, that's a really wide range of people who are going to be there, and there's a ton more that I'm just not going to get into. But, uh, you know, we'll, it looks like there's going to be all kinds of appearances there for everybody. So that's the Muppet movie. And Jason Lee will start shooting Alvin and the Chipmunks 3D in January. That's about it for Sequel City. Coming up next, what's coming away as far as TV on DVD? You'll find out next right here on On Screen and Beyond. <laughs> TV on DVD, well, Coach Season 4 will be coming your way in March, March 15th to be exact. Uh, and it stars, of course, Craig T. Nelson as Hayden Fox. And Season 2 of Cheyenne, starring Clint Walker, is going to be split in uh, Part 1 and Part 2. Or it's going to be bundled together. You can get it either way. It's only available from Warner at their WB shop. And that's the movie on demand thing where, you know, you order it and they print they make up the print for you and uh that's what it's calling for right now and let's see emergency the final rescues will come your way with all the reunion telefilms after the show ended they had all these reunion films and those are going to be coming your way there's no release date yet on that but we'll keep you informed that's about it for tv on dvd movies on dvd coming up next on on screen and beyond Movies on DVD, well, it looks like uh, it's Christmas time, so, you know, let's get a, a little look at uh, what's coming your way as far as Christmas holiday-oriented DVDs. Be sure to check out Christmas in the Clouds. It's a fun holiday film, and it's gonna one of those ones that's going to tug at your heartstrings. And it comes your way uh, from MTI and Yes, Virginia. That's an animated film. It's a, a short one, and uh, it also has the voice talents of Neil Patrick Harris and Jennifer Love Hewitt, and it's available from New Video Good film, kind of a fun thing to look, watch, you know, at this time of the year. So uh, that's about it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen to Beyond, we're going to be talking with Harvey Guillen. That's the guy from Huge, and he's going to talk about that and a whole lot of other things. It's next, right here on On Screen to Beyond. <laughs> Today on On Screen and Beyond, my guest is a young actor who was one of the stars of the ABC family show Huge with Nikki Blonsky. It's Harvey Guillen. Harvey, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thanks for having me. Uh, Harvey, uh, you know, it's nice to have you on the show. And, uh, you know, doing my research, um, and I didn't really know this, but uh, the show uh, Huge was uh, taken from a book? Yeah, it was based on a Sasha Paley book. Ah, okay. And 
It was ad- uh, adapted for screen by uh, Winnie Holtzman and her daughter, Savannah Julie. Hmm. Yeah. Had you read the books before you, you actually got the part? I had not, but as soon as I knew I was auditioning for it, that was the first thing I did was I went out and got the book. And the book is, you know, uh, it's pretty different than what we um, have on the show or had on the show. Uh, you know, it revolves around Wilhelmina and, and her uh, and her relationship with her parents and the toxic relationship. They own a chain of fitness centers, which we do as well. Nikki's character um, portrays that. But, um, you know, we also included other characters, so... Lucky for me that they added other characters into the show because that's how we got um, all the cast members in. (laughs) And now this uh, this is a totally different type of show than than you usually see on TV. I mean, let's face it on on TV. Uh, you generally see, you know, everybody is a, a, a basically a model, skinny as a rail, <laughs> and um, you know that it's not really what most people in real life see. And this show, I think, had more reality to it, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's true that um, it's not the cookie cutter, if you will, of Hollywood. The show that we had, uh, and it's completely different. But yeah, it seemed to connect with more. Um, well, the viewers on, on our network and uh, across the nation, you know, uh, just people sending letters in and saying how much the, the show meant to them and how it helped them, regardless if they were um, of any particular size. It was just the way the show is written and it's, it's acted by the actors and the storylines were just, um, you know, rooted and the, uh, the roots are so deep that uh, it just, uh, it was, it was it was amazing to watch and to be a part of, you know, because it was something different. It was groundbreaking and never been done before. Right. And it's just uh, that's what it was, you know. Winnie Holson, again, uh, she get credit for that, and her daughter Savannah as well, because they, uh, you know, she wrote my so called life, and that yeah. was groundbreaking as well. And after that show, it led the way for different shows like Dawson's Creek and Party of Five, and you know, so it's always the first show, I guess that. Uh, is the guinea pig, you know, if you will, because uh, there's already other shows in development with a similar idea because there was an audience for it, and uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's sad to see it go, but uh, it's just would happen. Right, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there's shows, uh, good shows are canceled all the time. It, it seems like anytime there's a show that I like, it's usually canceled. That's what <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the, the worst? It's just like somebody has a, it feels like somebody has a personal, you know, thing against every show that you like, but, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, was, I was surprised when I heard it as well, because actually for the reviews that we got, you know, you know Entertainment Weekly gave us this great review. Um, and it's just every re- reviewer who saw the show gave it, you know, great reviews. So it was a little shocking, but um, at the end of the day, you know, that speaks for itself. If the actual critics and the audience like the show, yeah. then you know that the show isn't canceled because of bad acting or bad writing. It was That wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, it was amazing writing and, uh, and great acting. And you can be, you know, as, as an actor, unsatisfied and really proud of the work that we did do. And, you know, we could say, oh, how unfortunate that we didn't continue, but how lucky and blessed that we were able to show it for 10 episodes and to actually have ABC Family put us up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great, you know, so we actually got this great opportunity, and I'm very proud of what we've done. Yeah, well, I'm sure, you know, more things will come of this because, uh, you know, it's it, like you say, it's always a show does something different than, than what you usually see, and then all of a sudden things will start happening that will be more like that show. Right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, it's already like, you know, I've seen uh, ideas out for shows that are pretty close and similar to 
what our, you know, our foundation for our show was, but they just changed the title, changed, you know, the idea of the storyline and whatnot. But, you know, we know it's there. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. How was the cast? Was it you? Were you all close together? Yeah, I mean, the cast was amazing. I still talk to the cast members all, I mean, today alone, I just, I was talking to Ashley Holiday, who uh, plays my sister on the show, Chloe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we became really close because we had to, you know, be twins, we play twins on the show. And um, so it's been funny because after the show, we've been closer than ever, actually. And, uh, you know, I talk to her at least, you know, every other day. And uh, I talked to Ari, Jacob, you know, Nikki texted me from, from New York. I talked to her as well. So, you know, everyone became really close. And Haley, you know, she got us over at her house. Um, you know, just really nice people. It was a really cool cast to work with. And uh, everyone's just so amazing to be around. So it was very fortunate to to make new friends. Yeah. Now, was uh, Haley Hasselhoff's father ever showing up on set or anything? Yeah, you know, David showed up a couple times to the set, and he's uh, he's the nicest guy. Like, he also invited us, you know, to his house. Uh, uh, the cast actually invited to his roast, you know. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't make it. I was in New York um, for a trip. But, you know, everyone was invited. Just, just the nicest guy. Like, he's just really, really nice. And we were there at her home watching the last episode, um, when it aired, and uh, he had just come from rehearsal for Dancing with the Stars, and he rushed home because he wanted to see Hi Does and and tell us what a great job we did on the show. And it was the last episode of the season, and we were still waiting to hear what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a really cool, cool guy and a cool dad. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I have, um, you know, uh, amazing respect for him. So he's a great guy. Yeah. Did you know any any of the other cast members before you started the show? Um, I didn't know them personally. Um, I don't think I knew anyone in the cast. I, I knew of Ashley because I had a friend who I was seeing a previous show with who said, oh, my friend Ashley's uh, testing for that. And I said, oh, really? I'm testing for Alistair for her network. And she said, oh, well, if you see her, uh, they had her, her name was um, Ashley Holiday. I said, okay. So I met Ashley at the testing. And it was weird because we just hit it off there. And the first day I met her, um, we exchanged numbers and whatnot. So... We became friends, and we were texting back and forth because we didn't know we were actually casting the show for a month and a half, actually, after we tested. Oh, really? Yeah. So we had to wait. The process was really long, actually, to audition for the show and, and to hear back the final word because they were really specific on what they were looking for. And, um, you know, and I appreciate that because they went on a nationwide tour. They went to Florida, New York, uh, Texas, and uh, Chicago, and so they they kind of went everywhere to look for these characters, and uh, they came back um, with two other characters um, to go up against me for Alistair. They came back with two people to go for um, for Amber and two for Chloe. So you know they came back with a, a small group, but they were you know confident that whoever got the part out of those yeah. small numbers would be the perfect fit. So we became really close, uh, Ash and I, the first. And Molly, who actually ended up being um, in the first episode, became a good, really friend of mine. Um, so, yeah, so we, we didn't really know each other, but we yeah. became friends, so that's good. Yeah. How did you come about getting the part? Did you uh, did you just go to, like, an open casting call or something? No, um, actually, I had an audition um, set up. I, I heard the show, and I, my agent called and said, this is a new show I think you'd be great for, and uh, we're sending you out. I originally auditioned for Ian. Actually, I got the script, and they, and they said, this is the character. He's like a, um, you know, a musician. He's emo and this and that and whatnot. And I said, okay. So I read the script, and I really liked the script. And in the original script that I got, 
Alistair um, had these two monologues that I came across, and I thought, these are really cool. And I, just the storyline, because in the original script, um, uh, the relationship with his parents was different, the storyline was different. So I was reading those, and something you know, kept bringing me back to Alistair, and I said, geez, I really like Alistair, like I would like that character. And I could tell there was layers there, like, you know, nothing had been written down as this, is, this character specifically this way and whatnot, but I could tell there were secrets there, and I could tell that it was, they were going in a certain direction, mm-hmm. and maybe, um, you know, so there was definitely some meaty material there. So I um, I called my manager and agent, and I said, I really like Alistair, and he's like, well, you audition for Ian. And I was like, okay, well, I'll audition for Ian, that's cool, you know, because it's such a cool show. So I went in, auditioned for Ian, and I read him like Alistair, and <laughs> I read the lines... You know, I read Ian's lines as Alistair, hoping that it wouldn't backfire, and hopefully they call me back for Alistair. Uh, the way that I, you know, I saw Alistair in my head. And sure enough, I got a call back, and I got a call back for Alistair. And uh, after the call back, I, I, I was told I was going to network to test. But um, to go to test, it was about a month and a half away. So it was a long wait. And, uh, you know, nothing's worse than an actor waiting to hear, you know, when they're going to the final step of, project so yeah it was a month and a half and finally I went to test and um, but actually when I went to when I met Winnie Holson and and Kim Rosenfeld in Savannah was on the second um, audition that um, that was the first time I actually read for Alistair for them Uh, I remember going in I was the last person and I was standing up and it was a small room and after I was done it was just silence in the room and Winnie who's I call her my fairy godmother because she makes dreams come true and she in my head, she just speaks like a fairy godmother. She has this sweet, high-pitched voice. Mm-hmm. And she just said, after I was done, she said, I'm sorry, but I have to get up and give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> so she got up out of you know her um, her seat and uh, came around and gave me this huge hug after I auditioned. Never, you know, had auditioned for her before. And, you know, it was just, I felt good about the audition. At that point, I said, well, I think I did something right, you know, um... So she gave me a huge hug, and sure enough, the next day I found out I was going to network. So, um, yeah, so that was a, those are the good auditions when you just feel like, good, I nailed it right in the head, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, you can't get any better than Winnie Holzman, you know, telling you, I'm sorry, I have to give you a hug. Like, that's just, <laughs> I mean, I could have been done there. I was like, nope, that was it. That's, uh, my, that's what I came in for. That's, that's enough for me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, do you get nervous at all when, when you're going out for auditions and things like that? Yeah, I think you always get nervous. Uh, you know, uh, I had an audition today. You know, I get nervous every time I go to audition. I think you should get worried when you're not nervous. <laughs> True. When you stop being nervous is when you probably shouldn't be doing this anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, people think, well, you know, you're, you've been doing it for a while now. You should probably be used to it. Same thing, I come from a theater background, so it's like that, you know, right before you step on stage, those butterflies and it's that energy that you just have to, like, control and 
focus our energy into you know a positive avenue and uh, mm-hmm. and hope for the best. You know. Yeah. And it's... that's what you got to do, and that's what I do. You know, every time I have an audition, and uh, and hopefully that's what I continue to do every time I do, and you know, the next audition. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you a lot of times I talk with a different lot of different range and actors, different ages and everything, and a lot of times I talk to older actors who they're in their seventies or eighties, and they I can say when you were young. Now, when I ask you that, you know, I mean you're already young still, <laughs> but when you were real young, um, did you uh, always think you wanted to be an actor, or did you like doing that type of thing? Yeah, I remember being little, and remember um, I thought I wanted to be a, a lawyer mm-hmm. because I would play act with my friends and I would tell them like I just remember like my um one of my cousins making that joke of like you're out of order you're, you know and like <laughs> that was the joke and so I would be like no you're, you're out of order and like I pretended to be a lawyer and telling you were guilty of something like and I would always use like your honor you know and like I remember doing that and play acting so I was like I want to be a lawyer and then it changed to I want to be a doctor because I was telling people what was wrong with them like it reminded me of like like Lucy with the psychiatric um, help with the five cent sign and the peanuts gang mm-hmm. the, in the yep. comic strip. Yeah. I would give people advice and be like, hmm, I think you are, you know, yeah. you have cold. <laughs> or I think, you, you know, you need some time to sleep. I didn't, you know, I was just play acting. And then eventually I realized, oh, I like to play act and I like to act and that's what I like to do. So, I actually uh, realized really young that I uh, I wanted to be an actor. Fortunately, I knew what I wanted to do because I, you know, I went through elementary and junior high and high school knowing what I wanted to do. And you know, I have friends who were like in high school, were like I don't know, I want to be like a I don't know therapist. I want to be I don't know professional this and whatnot. So um, I knew, like I knew, my goal was like I want to be an actor. Like junior high was plays every single play, every single you know musical everything in high school was glee club so you know yeah. it was just uh, I, I knew and i was like i gotta get trained you know and uh, this is what i want to do so i took classes and dance and singing and acting classes and so yeah i knew pretty young yeah, yeah. do you remember what your first paid job was for acting my first paid job for acting um uh, i think was in a community theater um well, this was in high school, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a summer program, and we actually got paid for doing this. It was a uh, it was kind of a uh, a branch like out system where like you went to uh, a conservatory in the summer mm-hmm. for musical theater, and then they would hire the actors in that program to do a show at the end of the summer. Yeah. So if you were if you auditioned and you were good enough and whatnot, so I remember being in the conservatory in the summer, and then auditioning and saying, well, you know, why not? And I actually booked it, and I was like, oh, and it was like, you know, every two weeks while the show ran, I got a paycheck, and I was like, you can make a living, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, this is good, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh. So, yeah, so that was my first paying gig, I remember. But uh, my first acting acting gig where I got hooked was probably when I was in third grade, and I got to play, like, in a, in an original play that I think the students wrote, um, I got to play a dog. <laughs> a dog, okay. We were playing the dog, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> so I want to be, you know, an actor. So, yeah, so that was the first one without pay. But um, for some reason, it meant more to me. You know, once you get hooked, like, it was just that moment. Right, yeah. 
Now, uh, since you have been on stage, do you lean more toward being on stage where it's a live performance and people, you get that immediate response? Or do you prefer, like you were when, on Huge, where you can retake things and, and, and there's no actual audience or anything? You know, it's funny, um, but since I was training in theater, that's, you know, where I came from, but I love doing TV and film. Like, it's, uh, it's a different world, and um, and you're lucky enough that you do get those second chances. In theater, you don't, you know? Like, you mess up on stage, and there's, you know, 2,000 people are watching. So they watch instantly that you messed up or whatnot. And TV, if, like, you, you have, you're, you know, doing a line with someone and they forget the line, then they can they cut and redo it again. Um, but in that same, on that same note, I, I tend to, like, be on set... It's the same way as I would be on set if I was on stage. Uh, when I walk onto the set when I was doing Huge, um, it's funny because Raven Goodwin, who, who plays Becca in the show, she would always say, you know, the second you walk into the stage, I don't even know where Harvey went. Like, all I see is Alistair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think that's the theater training in me. Like, the second I step onto the stage, which would be a set, even if the camera's not rolling, I would completely be, in, you know, um, taken over by Alistair and like just completely become a character because that's the theater training. Once you step on stage, you're these characters and they come to life, right? Yeah. And uh, when I'm on set, even if the camera wasn't rolling, like we would still be like minutes away from rolling and we're just going up for touch ups. Uh, even my body language would change and my, you know, my voice and my and everything just because I was completely in that character the mm-hmm. second I step on because uh, we, we're there, we're at camp, we're about to experience these experiences with other people and uh, it needs to be um, from a real place. Yeah. 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 Now, uh, speaking in huge, that show it was set in a camp. When you were young, were you ever? Did you ever go to a camp, any type of camp? I didn't go to a weight loss camp. I remember being little and going to a summer camp, and it was uh, Camp Tarapochan. I remember, um, and it was really cool. I went once in the winter and once in the summer. I think it was our sixth grade trip. And it was awesome. It was the first time I've ever been camping when I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And people were afraid to be away from home. But I've right. always been adventurous. So I was, I've always loved to travel. So I was really excited. I was like, yeah, like, you know, wilderness. And I thought we were actually going to be sleeping, you know, in little, you know, tents or whatnot. But it was, you know, cabins and, and whatnot, like a real professional camp. Um, so it was awesome. I remember when I went in the winter, it was covered in snow and living living in Southern California and being born and raised here, you can see the snow when you want, but we technically don't see it because we're, you know, yeah. we're, we're always close to the beach and want to hang out by the beach. But um, I think the, that was probably the first time I saw snow when I was in sixth grade, and I went in the winter as well, uh, and that was really awesome. So, yeah, I went to a regular camp, which had an art section, so an art department, the theater department. Um, so I was really involved with the theater and art department there. Too. Oh, just so... The audience, because I know we're going to have a lot of your fans listening here. Outside of acting, what hobbies do you have? I um, sound so old-fashioned. I, I like to look and shop for antiques. No, oh, excuse me. <laughs> for antiques, shopping. For oh, antiques. oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I like doing that. Like I like old pieces. Like um, I have this room in my place where um, everything's like nineteen twenties. So. I have, like, a, a vanity mirror and, like, this just really cool 1920s feel to it. Uh, and that's my favorite uh, decade, so 1920s. I'm always looking for 1920s stuff to put in my place. Um, so antique shopping's 
kind of cool. On the cooler side, I also um, recently started uh, to pick up surfing again. So surfing, mm-hmm. something I like to do. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I guess those, those two things will be my main passion huh. right now. Well, that's interesting. Two final questions. What is your favorite TV show of all time? Uh, my favorite TV show of all time is, I would have to say, well, it's probably a lot of people's favorite TV show as well, but I can honestly say that I, I can watch the show any day of the week, any time, uh, and that would be I Love Lucy. Ah, okay. Uh, I, I remember growing up watching her, and uh, it's a comic genius, and I get a lot of my inspiration from her, and just like, you know, uh, such ahead of her time, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's vindicated. So that means that, you know, pretty much there's somebody watching I Love Lucy every minute of the day somewhere in the world. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. That's kind of an amazing thing, and that's an accomplishment in itself. And it's, I mean, she's gone, but she's not gone, you know? Yeah. And it's you know, a cool um, legacy. And, uh, yeah, that shows just every time. I can, you know, I can quote lines from it and, uh, yeah, with friends and whatnot. So I would say I love Lucy. And anything, you know, it's just amazing. And, and something current, um, I would have to say, I love Lucy is an all-time favorite. And something that I truly do like, um, that's pretty recent, well, kind of recent in the last um, decade, is um, Amy Sedaris and Angels with Candy. Mm-hmm. That's a really funny show. Yep. Yeah. So I really enjoy her and enjoy her brother's books as well. Yeah. Huh. And final question. Your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie of all time. Hmm. I really like Kate Winslet, and um, for the longest time, my favorite movie—I think it still is—is um, it might sound corny, but I really like Titanic. Titanic, yeah. Yeah, and um, I really like her. So uh, I would have to say that's probably my favorite movie with Kate Winslet of all time, and. There's so many movies out there, but I guess Titanic, and then, uh, you know, I really enjoy um, anything she's pretty much been in, so I would have to say that. And then for comedy, I guess I would have to say Waiting for Guffman. (laughs) 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 It's pretty, uh, it's really close, but if not, I would put them next to each other. One, because it's just Kate Winston, the other one is because it's comedy. So those are my two favorite movies, if I'm allowed, I would like to request favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's no problem. <laughs> uh, just another thing is, what about um, if somebody wants to keep uh, in, in touch and, you know, finding out what's going on with you? What can they do? Oh, you can always uh, keep in touch with me on Twitter. So you can look uh, for Harvey Gian, just one long word, and uh, on Twitter. And uh, I'm usually actually really good if you have questions or anything. I update it um, frequently during the day. Uh, I get back at you. So if you have a question that you personally want to ask or or a comment, or even pictures. People send pictures all the time. Like I saw you in this magazine, and they send a picture. Uh, you can do that. So Harvey Gian on Twitter. So um, add me, follow, follow me, and uh, and we'll chat. <laughs> and, and, and can you spell Gian for it? Because a lot of people may not, you know, what you're saying may not sound like what they're thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. So look for Harvey Gian. So Harvey, it's H A R V E Y. Last name is Gian. G as in George. U I L L E N. Now you put them together, and it's Harvey Gian. On Twitter. So, there you go. <laughs> Harvey, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. This has been fun. Thank you so much for having me.
Harvey Guillen, young actor you want to keep your eye on. Uh, he was on Huge, of course, and so much more. Great talking to him. And let's see, what do we got coming up your way as far as the uh, next couple of weeks? Of course, it gets in closer and closer to the holiday season here, and everything gets busy. So we're trying to keep as many guests coming your way as possible. And we have a good one coming your way next week from a... Well, I can't say. I'm just going to give you a clue, but I decided not to. Uh, anyways, we have a great cast coming your way next week and uh, the following week. And, of course, we got just, just so many more coming your way. But like I say, right now, it's, it's a little tough getting uh, people because everybody's so busy. But we will continue on our way, on our trek, on our quest to give you great guests. And we hope you're enjoying them. If you want to send us a note, uh, send it to us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com or like us on Facebook. Just go to our homepage, go down to the bottom. Bottom, click right there. We got a link that'll get you right to it, and you can keep informed on what's coming your way as far as uh, guests and everything else on On Screen and Beyond. So, until then, hope you have a great, great week. I'll catch you next week right here on On Screen and Beyond. Till then, this is Brian Zemarak. Take care. Uh-huh.